From Chicago, this is Mona Lisa Baseball. We went to a game at Wrigley yesterday, and today we went to a game at American Family. Mm -hmm. And it was great. They were both great. Yeah, where's American Family Stadium? Not everyone might know that name. That's where the Brewers play, yeah. Mm. It's the stadium where they have Bud Selig's number one number retired right next to Hank Aaron's, so yeah. Right, yeah. Out of only about... I think it was a total of seven numbers retired. Was it even seven? It was yeah. either five yeah. or seven. <laughs> and most of the guys had, didn't even play for the Brewers for more than a couple of years. But Bud Selig did earn his way in there. He voted himself in. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one, Bud Selig. Number uno. The house that Bud built. Apparently, they, he built that place. or He was the owner when they built it. Mm-hmm. And now it needs renovations or they're going to... There's going to be uh, repercussions. Hell to pay. Yeah, apparently, it's not up to Major League standards. Well, the tradition is really keeping it together. Tradition of? Well, the traditions they have in their ballpark. I mean, their seventh inning stretch was yep. the best I've ever seen. Pretty legit. They sang two songs, and they did two dances. Mm-hmm. Felt cultured. <laughs> Felt like a good dose of culture going to uh, Miliwake. You know you're steeped in culture when you're watching small children dressed as sausages run Almost falling over. Sponsored by Johnsonville. We haven't even gotten to the hot dog gun yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. This is a gun that fires hot dogs. The wiener blaster. Yeah. They were uh, air gunning wieners out to the fans. I think they claim bratwurst. This is a a new one. They were claiming bratwurst. They were. They claimed it. They were shooting brats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The brat Mm -hmm. gun. And A4, I know you know something about this. Maybe not food related uh, gunning of things into the stands, but. Food is. A first for me. I mean, usually they're little trinkets, stuffed animals and T-shirts. And I mean, it is what I was known as the T-shirt gun toss. Now it's the bratwurst blaster. Do you think it tastes better after it's been launched 50 feet in the air? Yes. <laughs> I would agree. These are special impact resistant brats, right? They need to blast some of the condiments up there as well, like in a spray gun or uh, something. I ca- like, I think where's a my ketchup? Cartoon could do a good job of that. Easy to picture, like, long-distance stream of mustard, like, draping the hot dog perfectly. Bratwurst, excuse me. We had dogs. They were great. I loved it. We had beer. We had dogs. We had good seats. That's what I'm told you're supposed to do when you go to Wrigley and uh, American Family Stadium is to get a hot dog, watch yourself a game, have yourself a brew. They were playing the Braves, the formerly Milwaukee Braves, by the way, and the Braves won. And for some reason, we were sitting in the Braves section. Huh. It was like, what, 70-30 maybe? We were surrounded by Braves fans. Yeah. Yeah. But full park attendance, what do you think the ratio is? I'm thinking about 70-30. Sounds about right. It's about right. Maybe 25. It was more Braves fans than I was anticipating. Yeah. I just didn't think I was going to experience the live, you know, Braves uh, rally chant. Um, Tomahawk chop. Didn't think the th- we were going to get a three-run home run to... Uh, to go ahead to get that to be worthy of the chant, and but it was proved to be three run home run gets the chant. Yep, yep. Apparently it does. Were you saying that Atlanta tried to shut that down because they thought it might be like racist or something? I think I said that it's probably borderline. I think they told the fans not to. Well, the stadium used to supply the drum beat, and then the fans would go along with it. Mm. I believe they stopped supplying the drum beat, but the fans just started it on their own. Yeah, remember they felt like it was worthy of the. And let's call a spade a spade here. It's Tomahawk Chop. Okay, good. <laughs> we don't need to dance yeah, around. like that. Yeah. They titled it already, so that's just what it's called. So let it be known, um, I wear a hat. It's the Washington football team. 
And um, a guy, a Braves fan, asked me today, you know, like, what's up with that hat? Do yeah, because he just found out you were from San Francisco. Yeah. Right. So he's like, so what's, oh, and I just, I straight up told him I wear it for racial equality to promote that. And he just cracked himself yeah. a good, a good belly laugh. We were surrounded by white guys. Him and his whole crew yeah. laughed yeah. at yeah. that yeah. one. There was a few people, because there was at least five other people adjacent to where the people that we were sitting next to who were like eavesdropping on our conversation mm. immediately he goes oh wait you're not kidding mm-hmm. he could have let it be yeah but yeah he wanted to find out now the washington football team did change their name the very next year so this is a rare cap that you have i would say yes i think it's part of the charm if i don't say so myself oh, for sure yeah what would you say after a lifetime of hearing about wrigley field and seeing it on television, what would you say surprised you the most of your Wrigley experience? Surprised me the most. Mm-hmm. After um, such an iconic place, you know, seeing it in many, many things, now you experienced it for yourself. What do you think surprised you the most? I don't know if I can say surprised, but I think just realized maybe is a better word. Uh, I certainly knew that it was a ballpark rich in tradition and has obviously has a lot of American baseball history uh, that were st- was started there. But it didn't really quite dawn on me that until I was there and we had our tour guide, shout out Jason, that really opened up my mind and really made us realize. And I thought kudos to him because he, he's like, just down there was where Babe Ruth was calling his shot. And then he told another really rad story how like Hank Aaron like stretched a single into a triple. Then I kind of realized like, wow, okay, this place is really is special. I mean, it's federal property. Um, it's a monument. Yeah, you can't tear it down. It's illegal. Amazing. So I would just say those kind of realizations was to my like delightful surprise, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A2, anything jump out of you? Most surprised after a lifetime of not being there? Yeah, first time at Wrigley ever. Um it was beautiful. Um, we took a tour. It was cool. Nice warm day. Uh, you know, I checked the weather the day before. It was going to be like 82. Mm, you know, nothing in the forecast. Uh, we had we did have two rain delays. And A1 through A4 may have been the last people to take shelter from the rain. <laughs> we stayed out there for a very long time. We had our Mona Lisa baseball shirts on. Oh, uh, they were heavy. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty big surprise scene everyone's aversion to being in even the lightest a, rain a one minute shower people were just mm. out of there anyway uh biggest surprise i was surprised at how steep the bleachers was and i was surprised uh, okay. at how many measures had been put in place to stop trunk idiots from doing stupid things yeah i was surprised to find out that one year 18 people fell out of the bleachers onto the field Oh, that's the number they said. That's probably a little too <laughs> I many. The number when yep. they were standing on the levee. That was the punchline. Yeah, eighteen people in one year, and uh, that's the very next year they changed the wall, so you can't stand on it. It's got this angle to it, slanted it. Yeah, and then there's this net that sticks out, and you'd think it's to catch home runs. No, it's to catch drunk people. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that surprised me was all the stories around the rooftop seating. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just tells you this is a baseball town. Like. You, you want to see the game, but you can't even like get a ticket to get inside. Well, that's fine. Just sit on a building across the street. Hmm. And then, uh, you know, the stories of the owners like putting up things so that they couldn't see anymore until they started splitting the revenue, you know? <laughs> well, we're giving you a free product. We should get some of that share that you're taking there. 
Oh no, you're, we're not uh, even watching your product. Uh, we're just having to be having an independent party every single night. You guys are having a game. Oh well, if that's the case, we'll put up a big fucking poster so you guys can't even watch your game. Oh, okay, that's what you're doing. Okay, I guess we'll give you. We'll throw you some. Oh, really? Okay, well, I'm going to buy your property now. Yeah, I know. What a trump card. Yeah, well, let's bring that same thing back to A1. Like, A1, what would you say was the thing that stood out to you the most upon arriving to Wrigley Field for your first time? Hmm. Upon arriving, I would say the neighborhood seemed a little newer than I was expecting. The way it was described was sort of, you know, you're just like walking through an everyday neighborhood and then bam, there's the ballpark. Definitely felt like there was a buildup. They were very aware of the fact that they were a small neighborhood ballpark, but you could tell they kind of buff things up around the edges uh, just to sort of, I don't know, make it a little bit cleaner, it seemed like. Not that that's a bad thing, just more than I expected. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when you know a park's been there over 100 years, you're kind of thinking, you know, it's going to be rough around the edges, but I didn't get any sense of that whatsoever. In general, in Chicago, I haven't really got that sense that much is rough around the edges. It's been extraordinarily clean and vibrant city and warm summer nights and really really cool six people killed and 30 injured in gun violence the other day in chicago just down the street jesus well yeah vibrant like mm -hmm. i said yeah okay about wrigley the area around Wrigley. well first of all yeah there's new buildings um on one side people want their bloody marys before the game mm -hmm. they're gonna pay a lot for them oh yeah so that part of around the front gate with a pickle <laughs> and a piece of bacon if you're lucky so one side of the town is it looks pretty new. There's some new structures. It's, you can tell some of the stuff's new. But we did walk all the way around the stadium. On the other side, it was just like a neighborhood, bro. Like mm -hmm. It was like brick house, two-story buildings, you know. Yeah. Some people living there. And there's a guy just sitting on his sidewalk with a Cubs hat on <laughs> behind the stadium. It's like, I bet he does this every game. Yeah. That's the side where we ended up getting our uh, deep dish slice after the game. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, yeah, that side seemed more... Old school. Well, I gotta say that's my first deep dish slice. Um, that's just not really a thing where I'm from. Yeah, great pizza saved my life. I was starving. We were cold. I mean, we were wet. We were soaked. We got soaked. What did the guy say? Y'all may be the stupidest sons of bitches I've ever seen, but you sure damn do have the best t-shirts here in that goddamn stadium. <laughs> <laughs> so the second rain delay, the long one, happened before the seventh inning, so we could still get beer. Yeah, that was a blessing. It did allow for a, another pint. Mm -hmm. Well, um, the Cubbies did win the mound visit game, score of three to one. Cubbies had three more mound visits by the end of the game, mm. and the uh, Cardinals only had one left. Kind of a slugfest for mound visits, yeah. And I think that might say a little something about the team. It's like, well, things are going good. No <laughs> stress. Don't need to use those mound visits. Just going to hold on to those in case it hits the fan. This sounds almost like a Mike Tyson's punch out. You like having your three stars. Mm. Not necessarily, you're just sitting on them. You don't need to use them. Mm -hmm. Is the mound visit the same as what it used to be? I feel like they used to go out there and like try to see if the guy was good and then maybe leave him in if he was. But I think now it's just, yeah, we're pulling you. Let's just talk while we let the kid warm up in the bullpen, you know? Yeah, it seems like just it's all just newfangled strategy and mound visits don't mean the same thing yeah it's not like it was in major league right <laughs> where you look the pitcher in the eye like are you good like can yeah. you do this like i need to see it in your eyes 
I don't think that's really the manager's jurisdiction anymore, which is a little bit on. Well, I don't know. To me, it's unfortunate. There's something cool about, you know, getting great ball players and they play in the way that the manager wants the team to play. But it, it seems like much more of a player's league where you could be the most prima donna piece of shit in the world. And ownership doesn't want the manager to be like, you know, act respectable or I'll bench you. It's like, no, he's the star. You know, he does what he wants. Yeah. Nobody buys the manager's jersey. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think that old style of managing is just long gone. Hmm. I think they're just expected to do different things. And that that's one of the things they don't do anymore is look their picture in the eye. Oh, right. <laughs> that might be triggering. Right. Nowadays, a manager might pull a rookie kid on his first <laughs> ball game who's pitched six <laughs> right. shutout hitless innings. And yeah, not not even start to seven. That really and the decision is made ahead of time. Really broke my balls. Like that crushed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that really tore me up. Emmett Sheehan, yeah. I mean No hits. And I was kinda like texting both of you actually. I was like, is there a manager out there that would might have the balls to actually leave that kid in now? Or are we so just mm. consumed in these in this sabermetrics games that we can't even just let the kid come out and pitch and do something historic? Yeah, it really grinded my gears. Um, and a two, you're like, no, there's no manager out there. No. A one, I'm like, well, really? What about like Boach? Would he not? You think Boachy might let the kid go despite what his Boachy's mm. bosses might say in the situation? And I think, and all I'm saying, and I hope, and I don't know the answer. I would just think that like Boachy might let the kid pitch. Yeah, you might be right. But, I mean, this decision is made before he even takes the mound, okay? You have a maximum pitch count. That's it. And, well, what if I'm getting a no-hitter? Doesn't matter. It's just, it, it's really sad, you know? It's like, what if it's I strike just, out every guy on three pitches? Doesn't matter. It's just the reason why. Let's, like, I just, let's just blow the game up. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, these things don't matter. Like, Tell me more about why this makes you so sad. Well, the kid had something, he had an opportunity to do something amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, truly historic. His, truly historic. I mean, a no-hitter, a, a shutout game alone on your first outing is amazing, let alone a, a no-hitter. Those are so rare, and especially on a first-time outing, that's never been done. Well, I believe, if I remember right, A2 looked that up, and it was done once in like 1880. <laughs> Man. So you say it makes you want to blow it up even further. Yeah. If all of these um, beautiful moments that we used to have in baseball, we're not even going to give them a chance to occur anymore. Just what are we trying to preserve? What are we doing here? What are we even trying to preserve anymore? Mm-hmm. It's a whole new game. Like, you know, it's hardball. It's not baseball. I'm trying to call it the thing American hardball. You know? At what point do you have to stop calling it baseball? Because you've changed so many rules. Today in Milwaukee at American Family Stadium, I saw some baseball. I think I did find some culture and humanity. And because what is baseball? It's not just the game. It's the people, right? It's America. You know, I was just even telling A1 today. I'm like, I really feel like, you know, this weekend I've got a good dose of America. This is a, a really nice American vacation, you know, doing what we're doing. We're celebrating the yeah. our country's most favorite pastime. And we're doing it in a couple of cities where this game has been played for for many many years and since the beginning the really the some of the birthplaces of it and a lot of strong roots are still here i think we went to two stadiums that couldn't be any more different they're both baseball stadiums you play baseball there 
they got four bases. Uh, there's a pitching mound. There's a there's a wall in the outfield, but they just couldn't be any more different. Wrigley's. They're both. I'm not gonna say American Family Park isn't beautiful, but when you have you know like a water slide out in left field and um, you're running the hot dogs around, I mean it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. There's four decks. It's really built up. It's a retractable roof. Mm-hmm. Quick side note: they have been told that the stadium needs renovations in order to get up to standards. And as a fan, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Everything seemed new, fresh. Like they only built this thing 20 years ago. Yeah, but um, when you look into it, apparently, like the concrete's falling apart in some places, and metal is rusting or whatever, you know, in the retractable roof, and who knows what the visiting team's locker room looks like? Who knows? Right. I guess they don't want it to go the way of Oakland, where they like have nets hanging to catch the crumbling concrete from mm. hitting fans. <laughs> is that real? Oh yeah, Oakland had those at one point. I don't know if they're there now, but they that existed. Yeah, concrete catchers. Wow. Yeah. Also, when the possum dies and falls out of the rafter, it catches it too. Oh man, dead possum falling on somebody's nachos. Oh no. Ooh. I didn't order this. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, poor Oakland. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Yeah, let's not talk about Oakland. Yeah. Well, okay, one quick thing, though. They are on pace to not lose the most games. Yeah, there it is. Let's hope that they don't make that new record. Yeah. That they can finish with at least 41 wins this season. Yeah, they need 41. It was the 62 Mets, A1 told me, at 140. (laughs) 62 Mets. A3 was the one that says, you know, there's an old adage of baseball where every team's going to win 50, every team's going to lose 50. So what you do at the middle game is to count. Uh, not so fast. <laughs> Some teams don't make it up to snow. Yeah, but it's, it's so rare. It's the exception that proves the rule almost, isn't it? Lowest payroll. Lowest payroll, yep. But, I mean, the Rays have the second lowest payroll. It's almost the same number, and they're killing it. Their biggest problem is that the Orioles are super good. Right. So I was really hoping you guys would get to see your first PCV, but it just it didn't happen for you guys, and I'm, I'm sorry. PCV? That's right. What does that stand for? Pitch clock violation. Uh, no, it's a PPTV. PPTV. <laughs> Pitch. <laughs> My bad. The, yeah. yeah. Okay. No. All right. So there is an actual acronym for it. It sounded like a new acronym. Yeah. You need to listen to the show, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what the hell does that even stand for? Why is it not PCV? Pitcher pitch timer violation. Pitcher pitch timer. Vi- okay. Yeah. All right. You guys did mention this. I remember. Yeah. Wake up, man. Okay. Um, well, I'm sorry you guys didn't get to see your first PPTV. Uh, I've already seen one. What are you talking about? Not, not Where? live. MLB? Oh, not live? Yeah, no. That's what I'm talking about. There were none. Th- that's what I'm saying. We went to two games. We ate two sausages. Mm-hmm. We did not see a PPTV. Um, I have seen one live before at a Giants game earlier this season. Yeah. It was a big moment for me. I'm like, wow, wow, automatic ball, amazing. Did you boo or cheer <sighs> or neither? I booed. You have to boo. I booed. I didn't know how to react. My my yeah. initial, my gut reaction was just boo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your right. Yeah. I will say that the Braves second baseman was really riding that line when it came to defensive shift violation because every pitch he was out there on the grass for most batters. He was on the grass. And then right as the pitcher was releasing, he'd take two steps forward as he got set. So his toes were on the dirt. But it was so close because you're supposed to be there before he releases that any one of these could have got called. You know what I mean? So it's interesting to see how they're riding that line, literally. Right. I guarantee just the average fan was like, they don't even know how close they were. But we are not your average fan. Ump is <laughs> really kind of, I hope, keeping an eye on that. I mean, if that's part of the rules. 
Like, it's ticky tacky to call it anyway. I'm glad he didn't call it, but I'm just saying, like, what's the point of having rules? Like, what does the ump do in that situation? Are they just supposed to throw their hands up in the air? Yeah, that's why it's confusing. They throw their hands in the air as the pitcher is delivering, so it screws with his whole thing, you know. And then nobody knows what he's calling because it's only happened twice. And everyone's like, "What? What?" He needs like a button, like a sensor button. They can just press it, and then the whole stadium will go. Yeah, we've been pitching for this for a long time. Yeah. Right. One of the big differences between Wrigley and American Family is kind of the amount of music they play and the amount of distractions that are happening at all time. Yeah, more bass, more hip hop. A, a lot more like, you know, song and dance in Milwaukee, I would say, than in Chicago. Chicago is just like all business and baseball, you know. Mm. Uh, Milwaukee was kind of, let's have a good time doing it. You know, it's Miller time, right? Mm-hmm. which is great, you know. Um, both are not wrong. Hoist your small child in the air, and we're going to put them on the Jumbotron. That's right. That was sponsored by... Uh, the Simba moment. Little Nuggets. Little Nuggets. Good call, A1. Sponsored by a fast food restaurant that has Little Nuggets right now. So the the mom or dad, is, or what we saw, or brother. Big Brother, yeah, big brother. <laughs> is supposed to put up their small child or little brother into the Earth Sister, into the air, and hold them like Simba. Yeah, they played the song. Uh, Mufasa did, did uh, Simba in The Lion King. Mm-hmm. And showing them off to the you know the rest of the pride. Yeah, also mascot game in Milwaukee, totally different, totally different thing. The mascot is like, he's dancing in a little house yeah. in left field. And we got to see the home run slide. We did. Let that be known. I mean, as soon as we sat down, home run slide. Yeah. Bernie, was it Bernie Brewer? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what was coming. We sat down literally next pitch, bomb. He took a good look at that one. I think that was his fourth home run of the year. Mm. And he's hitting about 208. He took a real good look at that one at home plate. <laughs> and there was no chin music. Yeah. I think, yep, mm-hmm. that is uh, definitely okay these days. Well, they th- take a real good look. They threw at that one guy in the ninth. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Who was he? He got thrown at. Yeah, he didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Was he the guy? No. Okay, some other guy. Mm-hmm. It was like history with the two. Could have been. I mean, he definitely stared him down as he was walking to first. Oh, even the fans were like, well, hey, that's two. Come yeah, on. Like, two and one at like, bat. One brush back. Okay, fine. But then like one of them came for his head. Pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah he went down fast. Mm-hmm. I also saw something I've never seen in a baseball game. Now, this could be a common thing. I don't know, but I've never seen it happen. Guy hits a slow dribbler down first baseline. It could be fair. It could be foul. It's 50-50. Who knows? It ends up foul. But, you know, guy's already passed first. Mm-hmm. As he's trotting back, I notice the catcher takes his bat and stands it on its end in the batter's box for him. So when he comes back, he can just grab it. And I just thought that was cool. It's like, oh, these guys play on a team together before? You know, like, I'm probably not doing that for everybody. A4, did you spot that? I didn't. No, I really wish I'd have seen that. Yeah, so we saw a guy slide down a home run slide. Never seen that in, in person. I've never seen a relay hot dog race. That was new. We saw some dugout dancing, too. Yeah, they have a large hype crew. Yes. In Milwaukee. Yes. Several people. They're doing like line dancing on top of the dugouts. And X-Golf. And X-Golf. Yep. If you want to work on your swing, you can do that during a baseball game. So in order to increase attendance, these guys put in like VR golf and they thought that was going to do it? Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of the attendance today in terms of it's a Sunday afternoon, great day for baseball. 38 plus. And what do you think it was kind of looking like capacity, maybe 45 or something like that? Like it was, it was pretty full, but not totally full. Right. 
Eh, it's pretty good. The good seats were completely full. Ballpark was full. Yeah. I mean, the number came out, you know, on the jumbo it was like a two said 38 plus. And then even yesterday in Chicago, it was got up to like 41 or 40 something. And that ballpark was packed. So I'd say uh, baseball is alive and well out in this region. The listed capacity of American Family Field is 42,000. Hmm. Just shy. So, I mean, when they said it was 38.5, that seems like... Uh, yeah, maybe more like 35. Yeah. It didn't seem... The ticket sales, not the attendance, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so wary of this because we, right. we live in San Francisco where the Giants, like, fake... They would... Right before the game started, they would sell all the remaining tickets to scalpers for $1 and then call it a sellout. Yeah. Now, make sure to tell you, and another sellout. Yeah. They'd always get that word in there. <laughs> you're looking around. You, you look in the top deck and you're like, like okay, okay, clap your hands. <laughs> it went from being funny to being pathetic, guys. Let's yeah. just stop. I'll tell you the one thing that both ballparks had in common was that neither accept cash. Uh, really good point. That was a big, big first. The thought of it's just your money no good here. More like we prefer the card, but the straight, nah. I think bro just doesn't have time to make change. It's like his job is easier. He can carry more malts if he doesn't have to make change. Yeah, but it was also the concession stands too. Oh, Not right. just Johnny running down the aisles. You remember the change? Cashless. The change belt thing the guys would wear? You know, like and you press oh, the yeah. thing and it would pump out quarters yeah. and nickels and dimes and stuff. That's heavy. Well, oh, that's an interesting thing that the fans don't, I guess they do it in their own way now where they used to, you know, if they're vending to someone in the middle, the cash gets passed down from hand to hand and then the change gets passed back right, hand right. to hand. Yeah. And it kind of happens in the same way, but it was the machine that does the credit card. It's they pass me the credit card machine. Yeah. It seems like the Johnny on the spot vendors don't yell as loud as what I'm used to. No, they're not doing the calls anymore. No, peanuts here. No, one guy was, though. One guy I heard say ice cold. That was the only one I heard today. The guy that was yelling the loudest was the guy that was taking at-seat orders and had to yell by na- by first name. Yeah, that was the Hey, Jerry, I'm the Erica G- Norton. Yeah. And then- <laughs> uh, did you order a hot dog? <laughs> oh, here's something that happened that kind of I thought was really strange. Bro hits the home run in the bottom of the third, and the next guy's already at bat. We got clocks, and then the fireworks go off mm. <laughs> in the middle of the day, by yeah. the way, in the middle of the day. And he's like, the pitch is coming, and right. it's like, pop, pop, pop. I'm like, that is, how is that not the most, like, how do you? It's like, we're not done celebrating here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> but the timer, you can't, there's no, you can't do it no more. Right. Stop celebrating. Let's go. <laughs> Got a clock. So what were some of the big differences between the two parks you guys uh, noticed? I mean, they're both open to a degree, but Wrigley just felt so much more wide open. Where I guess that's the limitation of a team that's so far north is if they feel like they have to have a retractable roof. It's a cool thing, but the more open, the better. And Wrigley felt very, very open to me. Actually, I don't know if it's more open, the better, but there's something good about that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that American Family is claustrophobic, but there are four decks and it does go up there. Mm -hmm. And like the dude's little house out there in left field, it is up there. It's way up there. You can hit the ball out of the ballpark at Wrigley. You know, you can hit it onto onto the street. We almost saw that. We saw it in BP. We saw it in BP, yeah. 
Oh, maybe that's why the guy's out there on his chair across the street. Uh, that's why huh. he's there. He's catching. Yeah, balls, didn't dude. you talk to the guy out on the street and on left field day one? I stopped a guy and yeah, he just looked like he was there a lot and he was a couple hours before the game and I said, "How often do you do this?" and he's like, "All the time." <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah it's so oh. obvious this is his jam and it looked like he might have really just been out his front door like i yeah. set up a lounge chair with a mid on and i sit here and I just sit here yeah. yeah and i asked him mate hey, do you turn on the radio listen to the games he's like i don't need a radio uh just no uh, interest none i thought it'd be like kind of nice to follow pitch for pitch he's like nah <laughs> are not your average fan. What are we doing here? Stop celebrating. You have to boo. You're right. I sort of did it on purpose. Eh, that's pretty good. What is baseball? It's not just the game, it's the people, right?